uh, Willie Dixon there with our opener. You can't make, don't make sense if you can't make peace. It don't make sense if you can't make peace by the immortal Willie Dixon, certainly one of the greatest uh, American composers of all time. Welcome to Labor and Love, and this is our special uh, Labor Day show. Songs and music by, for, and about working people. This is the Labor and Love show where every week we tell you how it is. If one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, then another person worked for a dollar they didn't get. If you don't have a seat at the negotiating table, you're probably on the menu. And never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. Yes, it's Labor Day. The first week in September, the first Monday in September. Of course, the whole Labor Day holiday has been uh, abstracted, taken away from us. All around the world, Labor Day is celebrated as May 1st, International Workers' Day. And the reason for that is an incident in the United States, in Chicago in 1886. The infamous uh, Haymarket, quote-unquote, riots, where workers, some of whom who were not even present, were charged with inciting violence and revolt. May Day became the time when people celebrated that and there was a worldwide effort to save the Chicago Eight. Famous writer George Bernard Shaw said the eight members of the Supreme Court, the Illinois Supreme Court, which was trying the case, would be better off uh, committing suicide, eight of them, than convicting the Chicago Eight. In the United States, Labor Day was established in the early 1900s, but in September, the last, the first Monday in September. So this Monday, we celebrate the lives of working people. And we remember that every day in the United States, 150, 150 people die because of on-the-job problems, working conditions, pardon me, uh, working conditions or job-related causes, diseases, black lung, things like that. 150. Worldwide, that number is 3,500. But uh, talk, talk, talk. All the time, workers have yearned for a society and a, a situation where life would be comfortable, where a person could retire and relax after they work. Since that really didn't exist, they invented one. This is Pete Seeger.
One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fires were burning, down the track came a hobo hiking. He said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm heading for a land that's far away beside that crystal fountain. I'll see you all this coming fall in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, it's a land that's fair and bright. The handouts grow on bushes and you sleep out every night. The boxcars all are empty, the sun shines every day. I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the sleet don't fall and the wind don't blow. In the big rock candy mountains, oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees. By the soda water fountain, by the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings. In the big rock candy mountains, in the big rock candy mountains, you never change your socks. Little streams of alcohol come trickling down the rocks. Oh, the shacks all have to tip their hats. The railroad bulls are blind. There's a lake of stew and ginger ale too. You can paddle all around it in a big canoe in the big rock candy mountains. Oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees by the soda water fountain. By the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, the cops have wooden legs. The bulldogs all have rubber teeth and the hens lay soft boiled eggs. The boxcars all are empty and the sun shines every day. I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the sleet don't fall and the wind don't blow. In the big rock candy mountains, oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees. By the soda water fountain, by the lemonade springs, where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin. You can slip right out again as soon as they put you in. There ain't no short handle shovels, no axes, saws, nor picks. I'm bound to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the jerk that invented work in the big rock candy mountain. Oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees by the soda water fountain. By the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountain. In New Zealand, I read a magazine. Something nasty crossed my eye The earth that fed me in California Was turning cracked and dry New Zealand ferns are always green It rains more there than it should I looked to the cloud that was raining on me And said, go where you can do some good Clouds stop crying and wasting time And fly across the sky Spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California I don't want to see her die
Met a guy from San Francisco in a railway ticket line. He said the Grateful Dead was alive and well, but the weather wasn't so fine. Nobody had a garden. Nothing lived but weeds. The earth looked like some kind of feverish person who'd caught a strange disease. He said the reservoirs are empty, cattle dying too. Every tongue is reaching out to sip the morning dew. And they say the fields and valleys are turning green to brown. That the farmers walk a dry and dusty mile in every farm in town. Clouds stop crying and wasting time and fly across the sky. And spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California. I don't want to see her die. I stare. The diamond stars, one cashmere night, black velvet sky and a raging river was no other sound or sight. The Big Dipper hung up above the river and I felt that it was a shame. All this water here in California dry, I said to the Dipper by name. Reach down and kiss that raging river and fly across the sky. Spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California. I don't want to see her die. People and the animals like to gather where water flows. A beer, some tea, or a water hole, it's there where something grows. And remember the music water makes, the rainy pool and the circle dance. The thunder of the ocean and the waterfall, the laughing creek that feeds the plants. Now the fields are green again, beauty has returned. Tragedies continue to show what we still got to learn. Can't waste away the ocean, water, air, or land. If we upset this sacred ground, we won't have any place to stand. So reach down and kiss the raging river and fly across the sky. And spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California. I don't want to see her. Spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California. I don't want to see her die. Telling us what it's like to live in a drought time. The general rumor now is that El Nino is going to come in and save us here. We're going to have a heavy, heavy rainfall this fall. Um, heavy rainfall won't save us. We're going to need several years running of heavy rains to get our resources, our uh, recursos, our I'm drawing a blank. Reservoirs. 
back to normal. Okay, this is Labor Day, and we're going to try to tell a little story here as we go. Um, Before we begin that, though, let's listen to our labor news. We have When We Can Review, and we have Radio Labor. Here's When We Can Review, Workers' Independent News. Workers' Independent News, We Can Review. I'm Doug Cunningham. As Verizon continues to demand concessions from 39,000 CWA and IBEW workers, the company has fired Verizon Wireless CWA Local 1109 union activist Bianca Cunningham. The union says she was fired for union activity, and they consider it a frontal attack against the union. A rally September 10th at the Verizon store where she used to work, 86th Street between 21st Avenue and Bay Parkway in Brooklyn, will demand her reinstatement. IBEW's Miles Calvey says the hugely profitable Verizon Verizon is making billions using offshore workers and accounts while trying to wring concessions from American workers. This incredible amount of offshore, both money they have in accounts and jobs that they have. Uh, they have service centers in India and Manila and Tijuana, Mexico that could very easily be in America. They choose not to do it because uh, it just allows them to make even more money. Solidarity in Steel, as thousands of United Steelworkers members hit the streets of Pittsburgh Tuesday. The rally in March called for fair labor contract settlements with U.S. Steel, Allegheny Technologies Incorporated, and ArcelorMittal. Rallies also happened in Chicago and Burns Harbor, Indiana. The two master contracts expire at midnight Tuesday. The master agreements in the steel industry cover about 30,000 workers. ATI locked out 2,200 USW members at 12 locations August 15th after several months of bargaining. That contract expired June 30th. Steelworker Jeremy Williamson told a local Pittsburgh TV station the fight for a fair steel contract is unifying the workers. It's brought us together. Uh, you know, we're probably going to have well over one or 2,000 people here today, if not more. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be bigger than last time. Uh, just glad to be a part of it. Chicago hunger strikers supporting the coalition to revitalize Diet High School's proposal met with U.S. Education Secretary Arnie Duncan this week. G2 Brown is one of the Diet dozen hunger strikers. We are in this hunger strike because we've been rendered voiceless by Chicago Public Schools and the Mayor Rahm Emanuel, and that's what we're fighting for. And if people want to help, you can call Mayor Rahm Emanuel at 312-744-3300, tell him that the nation is watching him, tell him to end the hunger strike by giving that school to the community now. The Coalition of Immokalee Workers Student Farmworker Alliance is meeting September 10th through the 13th to build strength and solidarity in the Fair Food Campaign. That campaign gets fast food and grocery stores to pay a little more for tomatoes to ensure justice for workers in their supply chains. The Coalition's Gerardo Reyes Chavez. And for the first time, things are changing. And we don't have to give up our dignity when we go to work in the fields. Workers' Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham. News on Radio Labour.
This is a Radio Labor World Report recorded on Friday, September 4th, 2015. I'm Mark Boulanger. In the report this week, 150 million workers in India join a nationwide general strike. 25,000 in Indonesia march for a decent minimum wage. British unions fight a right-wing anti-strike law. And our Labor Start correspondent reports about union struggles around the world. This is Radio Labor. In India, 150 million workers staged a one-day general strike on Wednesday, September 2nd. They are members of 14 unions in 10 central labor federations. Report of clashes with police were reported from all regions of the country, and thousands of workers were arrested. The general strike affected services such as banking and transport, plus the supply of power, gas and oil. Reasons for the widespread support for a general strike varied by employment sector, such as the privatization of banks. But two factors are prominent, the rise in prices and the government's attempt to restrict the right of workers to form unions and bargain collectively. Pranja Rewa of NewsClick, a progressive video network in India, interviewed A.K. Padma Nabahan, the president of the Center of Indian Trade Unions, Situ. So what's the reason behind this general strike? These are the type of issues. One is on prices. The other is on creation of employment. Then there are issues of minimum wages. Here this, in the country, in India, we don't have a minimum wage calculation. The biggest attack against the Indian working people and the trade unions are their right to form an organization. And so we are not able to have a union. The employers, the Indian corporates, as well as the multinational companies which are coming into India, they don't want the worker to get organized. And unfortunately, the so-called largest democracy in the world the governments here, whether it is at the center and various states also, they don't want the workers to be unionized. This fundamental right of the workers to get organized, for that we have to conduct struggle, we have to get victimized, we have to face police brutalities, our workers are put in jail. And this is one of the demands. Ensure that the trade unions are registered once they made an make an application within 45 days. And there are international conventions. ILO. ILO has a convention, convention number 87. 87 says about the right to organize. Another convention, which is actually part of that, is convention 98. It talks about collective bargaining. These basic two conventions have been not been ratified with the government of India. In Indonesia, workers have been fighting for a decent minimum wage. Radio Labor senior correspondent Seamary Ainsborough reports on their latest action. 25,000 workers in Indonesia have held a demonstration to support union demands for a major increase in the minimum wage. The demonstration was organized by the country's three main union centers. They are calling for an increase in the minimum wage of 25%. They rejected a proposal by the government to implement an automatic calculation of the minimum wage which would preclude negotiations. The General Secretary of the International Trade Union Confederation, the ITUC, said that with more and more jobs in Indonesia becoming precarious, the government needs to implement a decent living wage. Sharon Burrow said the government must stand up against foreign multinationals who are keeping wages at unacceptably low levels and trying to weaken labor laws. 
the union centers in Indonesia are also campaigning jointly to win protection for domestic and migrant workers through ratification of conventions of the International Labor Organization. They are also calling for an end to the criminalization of workers and union leaders for engaging in legitimate industrial action. This is Seamarie Ainsborough reporting for Radio Labour. Hello, I'm Frances O'Grady and I'm asking you to get involved in the TUC's campaign to stop the government's trade union reform bill. Frances O'Grady is the General Secretary of the British Trades Union Congress, the TUC. She is leading a national campaign to stop the introduction of a new law which will severely limit the right to strike in the country. The law, being brought forward by the UK's right-wing Conservative government, will make it even more difficult to hold fair strike votes. It will also allow workers from temporary employment services, known in the UK as as agency workers to be used as strike breakers. In any modern democracy, it's important to protect the right to strike. For most people, striking and losing pay is always a last resort. But if we don't have the right to strike, then all the power is in the employer's hands. And this bill is designed to do just that, to tilt those scales of justice against ordinary working people. Under the terms of the bill, new thresholds will be introduced uh, that make it almost impossible for many unions to secure a majority. The bill also gives employers the right and encourages them to use agency workers to break strikes. We think that's an appalling position to put agency workers in and is just plain wrong and unfair. The bill will also require unions and trade unionists to publish protest and picketing plans and that means that we have to tell the employer, the police and the authorities everything that we plan to do in advance of doing it, including uh, what we're going to write on Facebook, what we're going to write on Twitter and requiring the picket supervisor to wear an armband. And if you forget to do that or you make any mistake, then the union could be fined £20,000 each and every time. That's designed to hit us in our pockets. And the bill will also make it much more difficult for ordinary working people to have a political voice through the campaigning that we do using our political funds. It's just plain partisan. So please do join us. If you believe in trade unionism, if you believe in civil liberties, if you believe in the right of working people to stand up for each other and look after each other, then let's campaign together against this bill. Now here with his report about union events around the world is Derek Blackadder. Here's a small sample of the more than 9,000 stories that our volunteers collected since our last report. Last week, our top story section included links to news about the massive strike by 150 million, yes, 150 million, Indian workers against neoliberal labor legislation. The online campaign against national museum privatization in the UK that saw 130,000 people participate and the reaction of media workers unions around the world to the verdict delivered this week against Al Jazeera journalists in Egypt. We also had coverage of strikes and lockouts in dozens of countries. Here are some highlights from the last month. German postal workers ended their dispute with a victory. Welsh bus drivers walked in a wage dispute last week. 
Canadian newspaper printers were locked out this week while plywood factory workers in Canada started the sixth year of their strike against employer rollbacks. Hospital workers in Pakistan walked for two hours a day all of this week over the non-payment of their risk allowances. Gold miners held an underground sit-down strike over wages in South Africa. Brewery workers in Venezuela started a wage dispute. Kenyan dockers ended a two-day strike over increased national insurance costs after the government threatened to sack them all. 27 union leaders were fired immediately after the strike. Platinum miners in South Africa started a strike over job security week not long after the release of the report of the inquiry into the Marikana massacre. And in South Korea, heavy industry workers began a wage dispute this week. Our top working women's stories included coverage of the Chinese company that fires workers who get pregnant outside of approved time periods, women workers organizing in South African minefields against IMF and World Bank policies being implemented by their government, and the opening of the World Cup Players Union to women footballers. Currently, Labor Start is running five online actions. All these campaigns are requested by and sponsored by unions around the world. Join us in helping workers make their lives better, or even help save those lives. This is Derek Blackheader from Labor Start, reporting for Radio Labor. And that's it. International labor news you can use. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity. In New Zealand, I read a mag. Okay, that was the uh, Radio Labor World Report. There are two things that are obvious. Every time we play the WIN report, Workers Independent News, by the way, Diversified Media Enterprises, and Radio Labor, that all over the world... People are struggling for a better life, for better work, for higher wages, for subsistence wages in a lot of cases. And governments and their corporate allies, actually the uh, corporations and their governmental allies, are intent on taking it away. Big vote this week in Ohio, Illinois, pardon me, um, took away the right to mediation when uh, government unions, public sector unions have a dispute. It's either strike or take what the boss offers you. Three Democrats joined a razor-thin Republican majority, one by not voting and two others by voting in favor of the bill. So it passed. Big blow for uh, organized labor in Illinois. Just because 
our allies who we vote for, these people all had big labor support in the recent elections and uh, stabbed workers in the back, nevertheless. The first thing that that Europeans, European owners, European business people had to do before they could clear the continent and start making money was to get rid of the people who were already here, either put them to work in the great uh, commercial enterprise that became the United States or just get rid of them. In some cases, massacre them. In other cases, poison them. Uh, when they struggled back to keep their land, uh, they were just murdered. Their children and their women were... Children and women were murdered. So here's Buffy St. Marie singing about thy people. Now that your big eyes are finally opened Now that you're wondering how must they feel Meaning them that you've chased across America's movie screens Now that you're wondering how can it be real That the ones you've called colorful noble and proud in your school propaganda they starve in their splendor you've asked for my comment I simply will render my country is of thy people your dying Superstition, you force us to send our toddlers away to your schools where they're taught to despise their traditions, forbid them their languages, then further say that American history really began when Columbus set sail out of Europe and stressed. That the nation of leeches that's conquered this land Are the biggest and bravest and boldest and best And yet where in your history books is the tale of the genocide Basic to this country's birth Of the preachers who lied How the Bill of Rights failed How a nation of patriots Return to their earth And where will it tell Of the liberty bell As it rang with a thud Over kins of mud And a brave Uncle Sam In Alaska this year My country is of thy Oh 
So the treaty's a test Oh, well, blankets for land Is a bargain indeed And the blankets were those Uncle Sam had collected From smallpox disease Dying soldiers that day And the tribes were wiped out And the history books censored A hundred years of your statesmen Have felt it's better this way Yet a few of the conquered Have somehow survived Their blood runs the redder Though genes have been paled From the Grand Canyon's caverns To craven sad hills The wounded, the losers Sing their tale from Los Angeles County to upstate New York. The white nation fattens while others grow lean. Oh, the tricked and evicted, they know what I mean. My country is of thy people, you're dying. The past, it just crumbled. Just threatens our lifeblood shut up in your chemical tanks. And now here you come, bill of sale in your hand, and surprise in your eyes that we're lacking in thanks for the blessings of civilization you've brought us, the lessons you've taught us. And safe behind laws Now that my life's To be known as your heritage Now that even The graves have been robbed Now that our own chosen way Is a novelty Hands on our hearts We salute you, your Choke on your blue, white, and scarlet hypocrisy Pitying the blindness that you've never seen That the eagles of war whose wings lent you glory They were never no more than carrion crows Pushed the wrens from their nest, stole their Change their story The mockingbird sings it It's all that she knows Ah, what can I do? Say a powerless few With a lump in your throat And a tear in your eye Can't you see That their poverty's profiting you? My country is of thy people you're dying.
Okay, and that was uh, Buffy St. Marie. As we said, the first thing that the Europeans had to do when they arrived in this rich continent was get rid of the people who were there already, a.k.a. the Native Americans. The next thing they had to do was try to attract people to work. They didn't want to do the work. They needed people to come and work. So they kidnapped, beat up, lied to uh, white Europeans to come and work in America. And they made slaves of millions of people and brought them to basically build the country. Here's Randy Newman. You get food deep. You won't have to run through the jungle and scuff up your feet. You just sing about Jesus and drink wine all day. It's great to be an American. Ain't no line of type, ain't no mama state. Just a sweet watermelon in the buckwheat cake. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Randy Newman. 
was Randy Newman. Randy Newman talking about how people were attracted, forced, brought here to do the labor that the owners needed so they could get rich. They wanted to get rich. Okay, right away the working people saw through the game. This one's called The Preacher and the Slave. It's one of the songs written by the immortal labor poet Joe Hill. A long-haired preacher's come out every night I try to tell you what's wrong and what's right But when asked about something to eat uh, They will answer in voices so sweet You will eat, you will eat by and by In that glorious land in the sky Way up high, work and pray Live on hay Die when you die, that's the lie. The starvation army they play, and they shout and they clap and they pray. Uh, when they got all your coins on the drum, uh, they will tell you when you're on the bomb. You will eat, you will eat by and by in that glorious land in the sky, way up high, working on hay, you get by in the sky when you die, that's a lie. Holy rollers and jumpers come out, and they roll and they jump and they shout. I give your money to Jesus, they say, and you lead on that glorious day. You will eat, you will eat by and by. Side by side, we for freedom will fight. Uh, when this world and its wealth we have gained, back to the grafters will sing this refrain. You will eat, you will eat by and by. Uh, when you learn how to cook and how to fry, uh, chop some wood, do you good. What's your name? Sam Scarlett. What's your religion? The IWW. That ain't no religion. The only one I got. Who's your next of kin? I don't have any. Well, who's your best friend? Big Bill Haywood. He's in here with you. He's still my best friend. What's your nationality? None. Well, what country are you a citizen of? I am a citizen of industry. Where is your home? Cook County Jail. Before that? County Jail, Cleveland, Ohio. And before that? City Jail, Akron, Ohio. Look, are you a citizen? No, I'm an industrial worker of the world. 
condemned the whole system of what they call dog-eat-dog, dog, you know, this idea that everybody lived off of everybody else and mostly off the working class. Uh, when they voiced these ideas, of course, they, they, they upset people. And people were just upset with those words, IWW. Was a, was a fear was a fear phrase for 10 or 15 years in the United States. You know, a lot of their slogans put out used to tickle me. One they used an awful lot was trust in the Lord and sleep in the street. Another one was Jesus saves the willing slaves. <laughs> I never saw that yet. <laughs> We'd pass through them all over the country, little, uh, little two-by-four stickers, you know. Or gumbled on the back, you just wet them and stick them up on them. There is power, there is power in a band of working men. When they stand, when they stand, hand in hand, hand in hand. That's a power, that's a power that must rule in every land. One industrial union grand. You people can watch while I'm scrubbing these floors and I'm scrubbing the floors while you're gawking. Maybe once you tip me and it makes you feel swell in this crummy southern town, in this crummy old hotel, but you'll never guess to who you're talking. No, you couldn't ever guess to who you're talking. Then one night there's a scream in the night and you wonder who could that have been? And you see me kind of grinning while I'm scrubbing. And you say, what she got to grin? I'll tell you, there's a she. The black freighter with a skull on its masthead will be coming in. with you earn your keep here and you toss me your tips and look out to the ships but I'm counting your heads as I'm making the beds because there's nobody gonna sleep here tonight nobody's gonna sleep here honey nobody up around and you see me kind of staring out the window and you say what she got to stare at now I'll tell you there's a ship the black freighter turns around shooting guns from her bow now you gentlemen can wipe off that smile off your face because every building in town is a flat one 
This whole freaking place will be down to the ground. Only this cheap hotel standing up safe and sound. And you yell, why do they spare that one? Yes, that's what you say. Why do they spare that one? wonder who is that person that lives up there and you see me stepping out in the morning looking nice with a ribbon in my hair <laughs> and the ship the black freighter And that, of course, was the inimitable Nina Simone with her version of Brecht and Viles' The Black Freighter, Pirate Jenny. Before that, we had something called Intro to the IWW. These were taped statements by um, IWW members talking to authorities. At one point, uh, the cop says, what's your religion? And he says, the worker says, the IWW. And the cop said, that's not a religion. The worker says, it's the only one I got. Before that, we had the preacher and the slave, one of Joe Hill's great songs, sung to you by another inimitable person, inimitable person Utah Phillips, who we unfortunately lost a year or two ago. This one's about a working man in San Francisco, 1950. Jack Kerouac, accompanied in the background by a jazz player. October in the Railroad Earth. 
was a little alley in San Francisco, back of the Southern Pacific Station at 3rd and Townsend, in red brick of drowsy, lazy afternoons with everybody at work in offices, in the air you feel the impending rush of their commuter frenzy, as soon they'll be charging en masse from market and sansom buildings on foot and in buses and all well-dressed through working man Frisco of walk-up truck drivers, and even the poor grime be marked Third Street of lost bums, even Negroes so hopeless and long left East and meanings of responsibility and try, that now all they do is stand there spitting in the broken glass, sometimes 50 in one afternoon against one wall at Third and Howard. It is all these Milbray and San Carlos neat necktied producers and commuters of America and steel civilization rushing by with San Francisco Chronicles and green call bulletins, not even enough time to be disdainful. They've got to catch 130, 132, 134, 136, all the way up to 146 till the time of evening supper in homes of the railroad earth when high in the sky the magic stars ride above the following hot shot freight trains. It's all in California. It's all a sea. I swim out of it in afternoons of sun-hot meditation in my jeans with head on handkerchief on Brakeman's lantern or, if not working, on book. I look up at blue sky of perfect lost purity and feel the warp of wood of old America beneath me. And I have insane conversations with Negroes in second-story windows above, and everything is pouring in. The switching moves of boxcars in that little alley, which is so much like the alleys of Lowell, and I hear far off in the sense of coming night that engine calling our mountains. But it was that beautiful cut of clouds I could always see above the little SP alley. Puffs floating by from Oakland, or the gate of Marin to the north, or San Jose south. The clarity of Cal to break your heart. It was the fantastic drowse and drum hum of lum mum afternoon, nothing to do. Old Frisco with end of land sadness. The people, the alley full of trucks and cars of businesses nearabouts. Nobody knew or far from cared who I was all my life, 3,500 miles from birth all opened up and at last belonged to me in great America. Now it's night in Third Street. The keen little neons and also yellow bulb lights of impossible to believe flops. The dark ruined shadows moving back of torn yellow shades like a degenerate China with no money. The cats in Annie's alley. The flop comes on, moans, rolls. The street is loaded with darkness. Blue sky above with stars hanging high over old hotel roofs and blowers of hotels moaning out dusts of interior. The grime inside the word in mouths falling out tooth by tooth. The reading rooms tick-tock big clock with creek chair and slant boards and old faces looking up over rimless spectacles bought in some West Virginia or Florida or Liverpool, England pawn shop long before I was born. And across rains, they've come to the end of the land sadness, end of the world gladness. All your San Francisco will have to fall eventually and burn again. But I'm walking, and one night, a bum fell into the hole of the construction job where they're tearing a sewer by day. The husky Pacific and electric youths in torn jeans who work there often, I think of going up to some of them like 
say, blonde ones with wild hair and torn shirts, and they say, you ought to apply for the railroad. It's much easier work. You don't stand around the street all day, and you get much more pay. But this bum fell in the hole. You saw his foot stick out. British MG, also driven by some eccentric, once backed into that hole. And as I came home from a long Saturday afternoon local to Hollister, out of San Jose, miles away across virtuous fields of prune and juice joy, here's this British MG backed and legs up, wheels up into a pit and bums and cops standing right outside the coffee shop. It was the way they fenced it, but he never had the nerve to do it due to the fact that he had no money and nowhere to go and no, his father was dead, no, his mother was dead, no, his sister was dead, no, his whereabout was dead, was dead. But and then at that time also, I used to lay in my room on long Saturday afternoons listening to Jumpin' George with my fifth tokay, no tea, and just under the sheets laughed to hear the crazy music. Mama, he treats your daughter mean. Mama, Papa, don't you come in here, I'll kill you, etc. Getting high by myself in room glooms, and all wondrous knowing about the Negro, the essential American, out there, always finding his solace, his meaning, in the Fellaheen street, and not an abstract morality. And even when he has a church, you see the pastor out front bowing to the ladies on the make. You hear his great vibrant voice on the Sunday, Afternoon sidewalk full of sexual vibratos saying, why, yes, ma'am, but the gospel do say that man was born of woman's womb. <laughs> no, and so, by that time, I come crawling out of my warm sack and hit the street. When I see the railroad ain't going to call me till 5 a.m. Sunday morning, probably, for a local out of Bay Shore. In fact, always for a local out of Bay Shore. And I go to the whale bar of all the wild bars in the world, the one and only Third and Howard. And there I go in and drink with the madmen, and if I get drunk, I get girl who come up to me in there one night, I was there with Al Buckle, said to me, you want to play with me tonight, Jim? And I didn't think I, <laughs> I didn't think I had enough money. And I told this to Charlie Lowe, and he laughed, said, how do you know she wanted money? Always take the chance that she might be out just for love, or just out for love. You know what I mean. Don't be a sucker. She was a good-looking doll. And she said, how would you like to ooh you cool with me, mon? And I stood there like a jerk. In fact, bought drink, got drink drunk that night in a 299 club. I was hit by the proprietor, the band breaking up the fight. Before I had a chance to decide to hit him back, which I didn't want to do anyway. Not on the street. I tried to rush back in, but they had locked the door and were looking at me through the forbidden glass in the door with faces like undersea. I should have played with her shoo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-
Ya se alerta ese vato, no se vaya al rol Porque va a empezar al rato el piano del cantón Porque va a empezar al rato el marihuana Se llama Juana, 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 Juana Pero ya todos los vatos le dicen marihuana Mari, marihuana, cómo te quiero yo Me siento volador Pégale bute esas teclas Ya estoy aviador Pégale bute esas teclas Que ya estoy Hello, Guerrero there with our uh, 11 o'clock signature song, the Marijuana Boogie. And that brings up for AltaCalifornia.com, one of our stalwart sponsors on Mutiny Radio here. Alta California is housed in Stinson Beach, and they manufacture tinctures from the cannabis plant, ranging from healing tinctures rich in CBD to more euphoric ones, which have uh, the aforementioned THC dominant. So check them out for AltaCalifornia.com. So our little mini history of working people in the United States, in America, We had working people brought here forcefully, as in the case of uh, Africans, often forcefully with uh, white European workers as well. People basically tricked with the expectation of gaining their freedom when they arrived. Sometimes they did and sometimes they didn't. 
people people were attracted, especially European workers were attracted by the language of social justice. Social justice perhaps, but economic justice, no way. In this country and in this society, when you go to work, you give up your civil rights. So, bringing workers, like Randy Newman sang about, sail away, the murder of the natives, the extermination, if you will, of the natives, bringing workers from Europe and Africa and other places as well, basically enslaving many of them. This is uh, Lead Belly singing one of the songs of the cotton workers in the southern United States around New Orleans. Got to be a number one hit in 1950. Well, Irene, good night. Irene, good night. Good night. Another stroll downtown. Let me hear it now.
stay there by your fireside. That was the Weavers with uh, Lead Belly, Udi Ledbetter's uh, famous song, Irene, Good Night, Good Night, Irene, uh, actually hit number one in the year 1950. The Weavers sang a whole range of songs like this, working people's music, protest music, peace movement music which at the time was very upsetting to some bigoted people. They didn't want to hear about the labor movement. They didn't want the labor movement or worker-based songs to uh, get wide circulation. So they attacked the weavers and the weavers had just signed for a, a weekly music show on the radio and it was pulled. The Weavers all of a sudden couldn't get work anywhere. Pete Seeger himself ended up teaching music to elementary school kids because he couldn't get any bookings. Uh, he went before the House Committee and he said, Chairman Munt, Carl Munt of South Dakota has his politics and they're his business and my politics are my business. Well, that didn't go over well. Um, Seeger was efficiently, uh, effectively blackballed till the late 50s with the folk revival and then uh, during the Vietnam War era became a very influential songwriter and singer. Uh, bringing stuff like Guantanamera, If I Had a Hammer, uh, several songs like that, Waist Deep in the Big Muddy. Okay, that was Good Night, Irene. Workers have always protested their treatment. And uh, a lot of very talented and prominent musicians have identified with the workers' movement and recorded songs like this.
down in Pennsylvania Where I was working in the mines Stay back now, stay back And I've been down in Cincinnati Laid me off the assembly line Yes, well they've got me looking everywhere But I ain't too sure about what I find And you can't name where I ain't been Cause there ain't no place I ain't been Where even the blues still by the pond And I've been down in New York City, brothers And that ain't no place to be now Yes, well I'm looking at the face of the children And you can't name where I've been down.
Scott Heron with Blue Collar. As we say, uh, well-known artists, prominent artists have taken up the working person's struggle and identify with it. Here's a lady from Kentucky.
Dolly Parton with 9 to 5. A very kind of concise uh, protest against the working day uh, to accompany the movie 9 to 5. Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, among others. Dabney Coleman, if you're so inclined, get the movie and watch it. It's uh, funny, but there's a very serious uh, strain running through it about uh, people taking credit for somebody else's work, for example, which happens quite a bit. It's about 11.30 now. The show is Labor and Love. And we're just hitting the home stretch here. We've got uh, this day in labor history, September 2nd, 1885. We always say that at bottom, a lot of issues and incidents are labor-based, and this is uh, definitely one of them. On September 2nd, 1885, white miners in Rock Springs, Wyoming, decided to exterminate the town's entire Chinese community. 1885 now. 130 years ago here in these United States. Whites killed at least 28 Chinese miners in the Rock Springs massacre, demonstrated the power of white supremacy to the gold, Gilded Age white working class and is a prime example of how employers have fomented racial tension throughout much of Asian American history. Asian too, I'm sure. Simply put, white Americans hated the Chinese. There really isn't much reason to complicate the above sentence when talking about the 19th century. Its truth is indisputable. From the moment whites crossed the deserts in search of California gold and realized, hey, there are Chinese people here, and Mexicans, and Indians, and Chileans, and a lot of other non-whites, they worked to eliminate them. In California, they very quickly stole the mine claims from the Chinese and forced them to do traditional female labor in this all-male society. That's the root of the Chinese laundry and the ubiquitous small-town Chinese restaurant. This was the only work Chinese were allowed to do. Chinese people desperate to find economic opportunities not existent in their home country still continued to come to the United States despite the racism they faced. So, Another reason we said people were attracted as they are now because there's work. There's work in the United States and in a lot of other places there isn't. Directly because of United States foreign policy. Read about it on This Day in Labor History, Lawyers, Guns, and Money. Okay, this day in labor history. Let's see. 
Union Communication Services website, This Day in Labor History. August 31st, John Reed forms the Communist Labor Party in Chicago. The year was 1919. August 31st, 10,000 striking miners began a fight at Blair Mountain for recognition of their union, the United Mine Workers of America, and a lot of them were World War I veterans. Federal troops were sent in and miners were forced to withdraw five days later. September 5th, between 20,000 and 30,000 marchers in 1882 partici- participate in New York's first Labor Day parade, demanding the eight-hour day. 1917, Palmer raids on all IWW halls and offices. 10,000 textile workers, years 1934, besiege of factory in Fall River, Massachusetts, where 300 strike breakers are working. The scabs are rescued by police using tear gas and pistols on the strikers. 1946, general strike begins across U.S. maritime industry, stopping all shipping. This day in labor history. Remember, you're never alone if you're standing up and being counted. This day in labor history, September 4th, 12,000 New York tailors strike over sweatshop conditions. The year is 1894. 1904, police and deputy sheriffs were relieved of their duties in Cripple Creek, Colorado, and all citizens were required to register their firearms as mine owners attempted to bust the labor union. Governor sent in the militia. They took over the local newspaper and rounded up the leaders of the strike. This day in labor history. Okay. Let's see what's next up here. It's about uh, 11.30. And this is the Labor and Love Show where we tell you what it how it is. If one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. Capitalism is a zero-sum game. It is war, a form of war all against everyone. Every time you get a dollar or you gain, someone else loses one. Now it makes sense that those people who have 30 trillion dollars squirreled away overseas 
in tax shelters or tax evasion accounts. We could call them tax evasion. That's what they are. Those people could afford to lose a few of their dollars so that the rest of the people who do the work can have decent lives and live with some dignity and raise their children expecting that their children's lives will be better than their own. Not much to ask. There's plenty of money around. There's no reason why it shouldn't happen except for the G word. That is greed. We got time, I think, for one more set and a couple of spoken pieces. Here's Allen Ginsberg, a working guy who's finally decided to put his queer shoulder to the wheel. America, I've given you all and now I'm nothing. America, $2.27, January 17th, 1956. America, I can't stand my own mind. America, when will we end the human war? Go fuck yourself with your atom bomb. I don't feel good, don't bother me. I won't write my poem until I'm in my right mind. <laughs> when will you be angelic? When will you take off your clothes? When will you look at yourself in the, through the grave? When will you be worthy of your million Christs? America, why are your libraries full of tears? America, when will you send your eggs to India? <laughs> I'm sick of your insane demands. When will you reinvent the heart? When will you manufacture lambs? When will your cowboys reach Spangler? When will your dams release the flood of eastern tears? When will your technicians get drunk and abolish money? When will you institute religions of perception in your legislatures? When can I go into the supermarket and buy what I need with my good look? <laughs> America, after all, it is you and I who are perfect, not the next world. Your machinery is too much for me. I don't want to work for me. You made me want to be a saint. There must be some other way to settle this argument. I don't want to die young. I want to die old and unhappy. I don't mind dying so long as it's not sort of. Now, Burns is in Tangiers. I don't think he'll come back and it's sinister. Are you being sinister or is this some form of playing a practical joke? I'm trying to come to the point. I refuse to give up my obsession. America, stop pushing. I know what I'm doing. America, the plum blossoms are falling. America, I haven't read the newspapers for months. Every day somebody goes on a trial for murder. America, I feel sentimental about the wobbly. America, I used to be a communist when I was a kid. I'm not sorry. I smoke marijuana every chance I get. $2.27. I don't want to work. Maybe it's just looking for the job. I can't study anymore. I'll never teach for a living. I sit in my house for days on end without going out. When I go to Chinatown, I get drunk and never get laid. 
My mind is made up. There's going to be trouble. <laughs> you should see me reading Marx. The American flag is absolutely meaningless to me still just as it was in the 30s. I won't say the Lord's Prayer. I have mystical visions and cosmic vibrations. America, I still haven't told you what you did to Uncle Max after he came over from Russia. I'm addressing you. Are you going to let your emotional life be run by Time magazine? I'm obsessed by Time magazine. I read it every week. Its cover stares at me every time I pass the corner of Northwest of Sutter Street and Montgomery Street. I read it in the basement of the Berkeley Public Library. <laughs> Time Magazine is always telling me about responsibility. <laughs> Businessmen are serious. Movie producers are serious. Everybody's serious but me. <laughs> it occurs to me that I am America. I am talking to myself again. <laughs> Okay, that was the inimitable Allen Ginsberg uh, reciting his poem, America, a.k.a. Working Man's Blues. Uh, Ginsberg wrote the poem in 1956, and it's still, still relevant today. Now, how many shows have you heard where they play a mayoral candidate's music. Um, this is a song by my buddy Francisco Herrera, and I hope to have an interview with him next week. Trabajo en el hotel. I work
palmaditas en la espalda Dice, man, you're working well Pero si hablamos del sueldo Hasta se le olvida el inglés En la unión voy aprendiendo Que me puedo organizar Y el idioma no es excusa Pa' mis derechos pelear Pa' defender La dignidad Y proteger El bienestar Eso es la La que nos da Okay, my friend and mayoral candidate, Francisco Herrera, singing Trabajo en el Hotel. I work in a hotel. And we're going to end with uh, Trabajar, Trabajadora. This is uh, Las Cafeteras.
Thank you for all the work you do for listening in. To cook sweaters and bakers for our daily bread. The TAs, assistants, and those teaching special ed. Bus drivers getting us to work on time. From DJs, breakers, writers, and MCs who ride. From students with two jobs sitting those books at night. And the organizers bringing us together to fight. From the little ones doing your chores and homework. And all us under and unemployed looking for work. For work. For work. For work. For work. To sing Paris, making miracles each week. And to our elders for the truth and the courage you speak. Ancestors whose hard work paved the way into each one of you out there doing labor today to our indigenous people and our creator too. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, so thank you. Thank you. And that was the Cafeteras, and with that, we're uh, going to sign off. It's about 10 minutes before 11. You're listening to Mutiny Radio, corner of tw- at 2781 21st Street, where our programmers do it for love. Okay, remember, if one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, Another person worked for a dollar they didn't get. Remember, if you don't have a seat at the negotiating table, you're probably on the menu. And last but not least, never, but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. This is the Internacional. Remember, as long as you stand up, you'll never be alone. If you sit down, you'll be counted as not standing up. Stay tuned to Mutiny Radio now for Flat Black Plastic, which is coming right up. We're going to play a little uh, breaker here in the meantime. So this is the bee wishing you a good week and good work. Bye-bye. As always, solidarity forever.
equals is Cause it's caught up when the tide taught me the ropes No weights for the bait Man, I'll give you four For a verb unheard of Man, give me one more Alright, you got it if you're special With a dab of toe tapping when a lot's going on That ain't a damn thing happening The answer to the riddle is me And here's the question of who could be Fresh who could be? Nope. Who could be? Nice. Who could be? Beautiful. Who could be? Word. Who could be? Me be the Jericho Turnpike Bandit. Best competition, try to trip my way. I say the song you never heard before. I feed the famine in the mind. So mind your manners, baby. I run a line on you. Lay you on the springs, then slay you. All this in the condom, cause I be a taxpayer. Promoting of a moccasin, I skin like Danny Boone. When I swallow hither. So give me room, just give me room. Back the hell up. Know what I'm saying? Or when I run the mic, there won't be no delaying. Pressure 40 dozen like an easy baker oven. Blues got the muffin. Eat it. Blues got the muffin. Intoxicate many with my talk without intoxicating myself low. So I got to walk slow, but don't you get trip. Ego 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 trip, ego trip, ego trip, ego trip, ego trip, ego trip, ego trip. Longevity, draw, draw. Alive and active, activating shit up in you with beats, rhymes, bricks, and concrete. Hear me now. It's been a dozen years and I still refuse to settle down. And I'm serious, known for leaving clones curious. About to take the underground up to the top. I'm full-fledged MC. Your fag nigga MC. Who the fuck you think you're tempting? This is microphonic control. MC, there are ways that you rock, and the way the rock is rock shit to death. If not, partner, keep it to yourself. Shit is cutthroat, fuck how you feel About to show you something, something for what it's real We deal heavyweight, rough rhymes and drills Delivery, unique words and skills This shit is cutthroat, fuck how you feel for all you hip hop purists and enthusiasts, Ooh. using this to get across the lane without losing it. Damn near popped the bang when I was doing this. Treated this in every aspect, keep it classic. This is acetone dropped on your chromosome. 46 known, moving in at 50 strong. 100 strong, a thousand strong, we a million strong. So many songs make a short life long. This output was the foot that kicked it off. Roundhouse to the mouth, that's what I'm about. In this hip hop, our shots will be licking off. Run them out, no doubt, I can pick them off. One by one, drum by drum, stacking every layer. What's Mac and player? I'm a rapping vampire slayer. Let's cut the head off the pirates. Put these suckers in front of my pop gun and fire. Shit is cut from, from how you feel. Mother's so you suck and suck and what is real stuff. 
This project blow.